Welcome to the Case by Case Basis podcast where we don't always agree with black people or white people, Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, gay, straight. We just take the information that we have been given, look at it, evaluate it, and make a decision on how we feel about it on a case by case basis because that's what we think everyone should do. Donald Trump and America. Look, this country on paper. It's like, it's like Martin Luther King said, we just want you to live up to what you said on paper. And he started uh, basically reciting the Declaration of Independence and, you know, things like that. This country started out as being a country for the people, by the people. You know, we get elected officials that will represent us in, in court. And that's what they said on paper. Now, of course, black people are like, well, you know, how could the, how could you guys start off with a country for the people, by the people, when a bunch of people that look like us were slaves? But anyway, we can talk about that another time. But anyway, at least on paper, it started out as being a country for the people, by the people. And it, it, it looks like it was... People who were not considered nobility or not considered royalty were going to start their own country. And look, we were just going to take care of ourselves. We're going to elect people, regular people, to represent other regular people in the government, whether it be in House of Representatives or whether it be in the Senate or whatever. I don't know if they were called that back then. I mean, my, my, my American history is escaping me now. But anyway... It was supposed to be a country for the people, by the people. 247 years later, we have turned into a country that is for the nobility again. That's who it's for. Now, we don't have a king. We don't have a royal family. However, the country is being run by the nobility and who the nobility happens to put in place to get preferential treatment. Because if that wasn't the case, Donald Trump would be in jail already. I mean, how much legal wrangling does it take? This man is just walking around committing crimes, leaving evidence. Where I'm just, this guy's walking around. It's like he's leaving little seeds to lead you guys to his indictment and conviction. And everyone just seems to be playing these legal wrangling games. While the people, we're supposed to be a government of the people by the people, are just watching. I mean, here in Georgia, Fawny Lewis, uh, Fawny Willis, I'm sorry. Fawny Willis is still contemplating, I guess, whether to indict him for obstructing the election or attempting to obstruct the, ele- obstruct the election here in Georgia, and we have him on tape doing it. The call was recorded. I need you to find me 11,000 some odd votes. I won Georgia. I just need you to find 11,000 votes. He said it. Not, no indictment. No indictment. You guys have evidence that he paid off a porn star. And okay, he's he's been indicted for that in New York. Now 
he has classified documents which he was trying to move around and he was trying to keep and 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 he said well I could declassify them but he's not president of the United States anymore and if he didn't declassify them while he was president he can't de- declassify them now and okay now he's indicted now but what's going to really happen he's part of the nobility nothing's going to happen if that had been you or I who are the people even though my people were not of the people, for the people, by the people, my people were not part of the people. We were this three-fifths human, but now we're supposedly part of the people. If that had been one of us, we'd be in jail. Already. Open and shut case. Look, we got you on tape. There'd have been a plea bargain or something. You have the right to an attorney and, 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 and all this old crazy. We, we would have got us a public defender probably. Or if we, even if we could afford a lawyer. It wouldn't have mattered. We'd be in jail. The evidence is just overwhelming. But he gets to thumb his nose at the system. Because he knows no one's going to do anything to him. He's not going to be wearing an orange jumpsuit. It's not going to happen. Why is everybody paying so much attention? And it seems like these Democrats that get on TV and they're like, they're cheering. Oh, he was indicted. He was indicted. Only the indictment, only an indictment is, is a formal accusation. We formally accuse you. You're accused now. Is he going to get convicted? Even if he gets convicted, then there's going to be more legal wranglings. You have judges that he appointed. You have people in place that can pardon him. Nixon got pardoned by the person who succeeded him. And look at the things that he did at Watergate. And what Nixon did seems seems to pale in comparison to what, what Trump is doing. Well, I don't know. Because to tell you the truth, I don't know much about Watergate. I don't care. He wasn't held accountable for it. Okay, he quit. He got his pension. He got all that good stuff. Nothing's going to happen to Donald Trump. And look, you know what we need to do? Every time these news organizations talk about it, we need to just turn them off. Turn off the TV. Because nothing's going to happen. I think once they start losing money or... you Look, we need to find a way to hit these news organizations in the pocket until they give us real news. But that's never going to happen. We know that. News is nothing but entertainment right now. That's all they're doing. They're they're entertaining you. News is supposed to be news. This is what's happening. We have freedom of the press. But no one's willing to use it. Because it's all entertainment now. They have to stimulate your endorphins or something. Just to get you excited about watching something. Nothing's going to happen to Donald Trump, y'all. Then he got a bump in the polls, so they say. This indictment caused more people to say that they're going to vote for him. Really? And this is, oh my goodness. 
And like I said, here in Georgia, they're still trying to figure out whether they're going to indict him after we recorded him committing a crime. This is, this. look, stop being fooled by this garbage. I have every time I've seen his name pop up, except for when I decided to do this episode, I just turned the channel. I changed the channel. It's like, for what? You got The View talking about it. You got uh, Roland Martin on, on, on his platform talking about it. You got MSNBC talking about it. Fox talks about it just a little bit because they they know they really don't have a leg to stand on. I mean, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. And it's like all the money that they're making just talking about this because ratings go up, more people turn on their television to watch this garbage, and then the advertisers just sell y'all stuff. Look, okay, Clorox, hey, you know, oh, or, 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 or you know, Hershey, you know, oh my God, you know, Snickers, you know, whatever. And y'all still haven't learned that this, that, that's all it is. This is like reality TV. That's supposed to be reality, but it's all scripted. I watched the reality TV show this past weekend and I watched it from beginning to end. And there was one employee that she was basically disrespecting her bosses that she didn't get fired. Now she brought money into the organization. So it's probably why she didn't get fired. That's the most, that's, that's the main reason why, why she didn't get fired. But you know, it's, it's scripted TV. It's not reality TV. She's the antagonist on the show. That's what Donald Trump is right now. He's the antagonist on the show. He's the antagonist. He's the one that gets people's eyeballs to the screen. And that's why every couple of months, every co- oh, we got a new indictment. Oh, we, we got new allegations. Oh, we got new this. We got new this. This man hasn't been president for three years, yet he is probably more popular than the guy who got elected. He's probably been on TV as much as Joe Biden. And Joe Biden is falling all over the place. I mean, forgetting words and and, and everything. And Donald Trump is on TV just as much as the president of the United States. And for what? Because people just can't get enough of him. The man boosts ratings. CNN had a town hall meeting for a man who isn't even running yet. He said he's going to run in 2024. This is 2023. And they had a town hall meeting on CNN. The president quit. He resigned. It's it's ridiculous. It is utterly ridiculous, the the country's obsession with this man. And y'all know nothing's going to happen to him. Nothing. So y'all keep getting your hopes up. Y'all keep running to the TV screen every time they give y'all some garbage. They love it. That's capitalism right there. That's capitalism at work. Because all they, they don't really want to give you news. They don't really want to give you insight. They just want you to t- take your eyeballs. They want you, your eyeballs on these screens, on these shows, so they can have advertisers advertise things to you. That's it. 
But what we need to do is say, look, unless you're going to give us something, you're going to give us something, something substantive, we're not going to give you our eyeballs anymore. Take your eyeballs away. Take your clicks, your likes or whatever. Take all of that away. Maybe we'll get something with some substance, at least from these news organizations. Okay. Okay. Podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Please give me five stars on Apple Podcasts, as well as like and follow and subscribe on Spotify. Thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for the next segment. Back to the case by case basis podcast, and we don't always agree with black people or white people, Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, gay, or straight. We just take the information that we have been given, look at it, evaluate it, make a decision on how we feel about it on a case by case basis because that's what we think everyone should do. Paul Pierce is in the news for seemingly being intoxicated during a filming. And watching, I guess they were watching Game 3. And it was on Kevin Garnett's platform. So, uh, you know, Stephen A. Smith, he commented on it. And, you know, people thought it was funny. And Stephen A. Smith said he didn't think it was funny. And he's saying that he's a champion, which really doesn't make any... That, that's, that's, that, that doesn't make any difference to me. I mean, he always says that. You're an NBA champion. So what? So what? That's on the court. No one's going to be able to take that away from you. No one's going to take your rings because you got drunk or anything like that. Now, the thing that I would probably have a problem with is that he did it on Kevin Garnett's platform. And according to what people are reporting, Kevin Garnett tried to calm him down and say, hey, look, come on, man. Look, don't don't do this. And, you know, he said that uh, the, the female that he was with, uh, he apparently got this woman from... A, a website where you can rent a girlfriend for a day. He was seen kissing the woman and, uh, you know, this thing, you know, this being publicly, just being uh, intoxicated. And I guess, you know, he was being obnoxious. I don't know. But here's my thing. When you go on someone else's platform, you know, every a lot of people have platforms these days. So, you know, whether it be podcasts, YouTube channels, or things like that. You know, you should take heed to the fact that, you know, they're putting you on their platform and they want you to respect their platform. It's like respecting their house. You know, when you go to someone's house, you go to someone's home, you should conduct yourself in a certain way. So I don't have a problem with, with Paul Pierce, uh, you know, renting a girlfriend, which is funny to me. I mean, he's Paul Pierce. Renting a girlfriend or, you know, being drunk or even if he had uh, did a live and, you know, did it from his house or whatever. I would be like, you know, and someone came out like Stephen Smith came out and said, oh, you're a champion. Don't do that. Who cares? I mean, I wouldn't care. I mean, look, look, that's his business. That's his live. That's his platform. But when you're on someone else's platform, they're trying to put out a certain message or put out a a certain image of their platform and you're kind of, you know, disrespecting that. So I think he should have taken heed to that. And even when Paul Pierce got fired, you know, he was on the I am athlete, uh, 
podcast and he said himself why he got fired, you know, from ESPN. It was because, you know, I, I guess, you know, they, they were smoking, you know, they were smoking trees, you know, they were smoking some weed or whatever. You know, they, I guess they had some female entertainment or whatever. They had some strippers dancing or whatever. And, you know, they, they were having a good time. And like I said, now, same thing that happened with John Morant. Paul Pierce broke no laws. That was his business to do that. However, if you work for ESPN, who is owned by Disney, who puts out family content, they're not going to allow you to represent or be a face on their platform. That's all it was. I don't blame ESPN, who's owned by Disney, for letting him go. They had to do that, you know. So, I'm, and people may say that it's, it's, it's racist or whatever. No, uh, I, I forget the name of the baseball commentator. He was white and they found out that he was cheating on his wife and it was getting a lot of publicity and they let him go. Oh no, Disney will let you go. You are, Disney is not going to play around with you when you try to uh, get on their channel or one of their stations and, you know, you're doing things that are immoral. Now, people may come up and they may say, well, you know, what about this guy? What about that guy? I can't speak for every single incident. Maybe there are some guys that got away with it. Or maybe you guys deem, some, deem something to be more egregious than others. And that's that's a matter of opinion. And like I said, take that on a case by case basis. But hey, in the Paul Pierce situation, I'm talking about that situation in particular. Yeah. ESPN should have did what they uh, had to do. In the situation when he was watching Game 3, you should not have done that on Kevin Garnett's platform. I don't know how Kevin Garnett felt about it, but I'm pretty sure. He's, he seems like a really, really uh, serious guy. I mean, he jokes around. I mean, if you ever, like, listen to Kevin Garnett talk, I mean, he's a funny guy, but he seems to be intense about things that he's serious about. You know, I mean, when, when you hear him talk, he always seems like he's, he's preparing for a basketball game or something like that or preparing for something that he has a lot of passion for. He speaks with passion. So I'm pretty sure he probably has that passion for his platform. He probably does. I don't know him personally, but yeah, you know, I, I have that kind of passion for my own platform. You know, I try to tell people, who are guests on the show, I try try to tell them, look, you know, there's some curse words that come out every now and then, but I, but I usually tell them after the show, and now I start telling them before the show, hey, you know, we got to keep the curse words to a minimum. You know, I mean, we can say certain words, but not... I mean, I, I had uh, a guest on the show this past... Uh, that, that we released today. You know, he called the Deshaun Watson people, he called them hoes. And I said, no, 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 you know, no, we have to call him a massage therapist. Now he says some things, you know, I'm, you know, just the Sean Watson using for what they were supposed to use for and stuff like that. And I didn't really get into that because that's not what the segment was about. But anyway, basically, hey, no, it's my platform. So I, I, I really don't want my platform to be known for that. You know, we can have debates and things like that without calling people out of their name. It's my platform. And I think Kevin Garnett feels the same way. And the guy that I talk, he's, he's a buddy of mine from school. I mean, he's probably going to hit us. And, you know, we weren't arguing after the show. We, we thought it was pretty good. You know, but hey, these are the way, th th this is the way you protect 
the image that you want to portray. And I'm pretty sure Kevin, Kevin Garnett probably felt the same way. So all in all, you know, I mean, uh, Stephen A. Smith said he thought it was sad. And Paul Pierce has to watch how he's uh, portraying himself in public. Eh, if he's going on live, you know, he had a little too much to drink. And, you know, just because he's an NBA champion does not does not mean that, you know, he can't have some fun or whatever like that. I'm just saying that if you're going to do that, just make sure that it's your own platform. I don't have a problem with people having a few too many drinks, maybe in their house and stuff like that. And, you know, they're having parties or popping bottles or doing whatever they're doing. But just be mindful that if you are representing a company or if you represent or if you if people you're in the public eye, uh, for an organization and they have an image that they're trying to portray, just be mindful of that because they will let you go. And he's already experienced that. So, and at the end of the day, Morpheus is a grown man. You know, I mean, you know, this guy, have we ever heard anything of that Paul Pierce doing anything that was illegal? You know, the guy almost lost his life a few years back. I remember, I believe he got stabbed a few times in Boston or whatever. I don't know. I, I forget what I'm thinking. He was getting robbed or something like that, but I don't think it was anything that he was doing. Somebody was trying to rob him, you know? So look, at the end of the day, I would just tell people this. All of these people that have these platforms, these public plat- platforms, whether it be big, whether it be 300,000 followers or 30 followers, you know, just, you know, try to be respectful of the platforms that you're on. You know what I mean? When you're on your own, do what you want to do. But, you know, if you're on somebody else's, you know, hey, you know what? Just, you know, even if you have got, you guys have like a a, a pre-production meeting or something like that, or a pre-recording meeting, say, hey, you know, uh, look, man, this is what I want to do. This is what, this is how I want to portray this. You know, I don't really want to, you know, have like, you know, oh, if if you saw he was drunk, I say, ah, yo, Maybe we can do this another time, bro. You know what I mean? Or, or you know, or, are you good? You good? But even if you ask that, they say, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Next thing you know, they go off the rails. So, yeah. But I just wanted to put that out there. And it doesn't really matter to me that he's a NBA champion or whatever. The only thing I would say is that, you know, just don't disrespect my man's platform like that. And I'm pretty sure... I'm almost, I'm 99.999% sure him and Kevin Garnett, they still cool and everything. It's just a Kevin Garnett, you know, that's his man. Probably said, come on, dog. You know, you shouldn't have done it like that. You know what I mean? So that's probably what I would have done. And, you know, that's just the way it is. Anyway, uh, podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Please give me five stars on Apple Podcasts. Don't remember to like, follow, and share. And subscribe on Spotify. I thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for the What's On My Mind segment. Thanks. Stay tuned for the What's On My Mind segment of the show where I could be talking about whatever's on my mind. It could be sports, politics, relationships, or whatever happens to be on my mind at the time. So check that out. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Okay, what's on my mind? I've been watching these videos of, you know, men. They call them passport bros. I didn't know this was the thing. And apparently it is. You know, then again, I'm middle-aged. So it's not like, you know, I'm 
you know, on the internet all the time. I started going on the internet more and I started reading more social posts as I started the podcast. But, you know, apparently these these passport bros are guys who are getting passports, either moving or traveling overseas to meet women. Because they say that the pool of women in America and in the Western world is just too difficult to deal with. Now, look, there are women all over the world who are going to have different attitudes, different upbringings, take them up with different cultures and things like that. Here in the Western world, you're going to have people who are raised in, um, even in, especially in the United States, you know, people that come from different parts of the world, things like that. But Basically, these guys are passport bros and they, they get passports and they go to different parts of the world where they think that the women are less combative. Let's put it that way. And I said, OK, hey, never, never heard of it, but apparently it's a thing. And then I, I watched this uh, reality show, quote unquote reality show, because, you know, they're not really reality. They're, they're usually scripted. But. There was a woman in, on the show. Believe me, I want to tie this in. There was a woman on the show. She was a bodybuilder. And this woman, I, look, hey, I'm just going to call it like I see it. I think this woman was taking testosterone to improve her chances of getting on the bodybuilding circuit. I mean, because she had some really, really rough, almost manly features. And I don't want to get in trouble, but that's the best way I can describe it. And one person told her, you know, she she was she came in and the reality show was about uh, basically coaches, dating coaches. And, you know, it was about this agency. They were matchmaking agency or whatever. And you had two different coaches that came with two different approaches. One, you know, the, the, the bodybuilder, she came out and she said the kind of man that she wanted. You know, she gave a list of things that she wanted in a man and things like that. And I said, OK, no problem. Now, one coach told her that, you know what, you may have to change your appearance if that's the kind of man that you want. I didn't have a problem with her saying that. You know, I'm a man and I'm looking at her and I'm like, well, I wouldn't date her because, you know, she looks kind of harder than I do. And that's just my preference. I'm not saying that she can't get a man. She just can't get a man like me. Even I don't know if she want me. But anyway, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that anymore. She couldn't get me. And I know a lot of friends that I know she probably couldn't get them either. But I'm not saying there's no man out there. Now, the other person told her, look. Only you shouldn't change your appearance because you know those ideas she's kept calling it outdated. Those are outdated ideas, ideas, and you should only you should feel comfortable in your own skin, and um, you shouldn't change your appearance unless you want to. And I saw both points. I said, look, I don't disagree with either one of you. However, going back to the passport, bros. I think that what happened in that situation is, let me give you a scenario and then I'll, then I'll make the point. If the way she looks now, let's just use simple numbers and you have 10 men and the way she looks now, there's one man who will accept her just the way she is. 
you know, you have to sift through all nine other men just to get to that one man. And then he may want somebody like her, but he may not choose her. But if she softens up a little bit, maybe four or five men would want her. You know, like I said, both women are right. You shouldn't. The one said you you shouldn't change unless you want to. I say, okay, that's fine. But the other one was saying this. This is what you want. These are the changes that you may have to make. So I say that to say this. A lot of women. uh, And I'm only talking about women now because men do the same thing. They have this idea now in the modern world that. Men have to take them the way they are, period. I'm not going to change anything for you. I'm just going to be me. I'm going to be comfortable in my own skin. And you're going to have to take it just the way I give it to you. That doesn't work. No. No, there's there's, there's, there's always going to be compromise in any relationship that you have. If I came to my wife, I've been I've been with my wife now for 32 years, 32 years ago and said, look, this is the way I am and I'm not going to change one thing about me. Never. I'm just going to be me and that's it. And you just have to swallow it. I would be talking about this woman that I met 32 years ago that we could have made it, man. I could have really made it with her, man. You know, or 32 years ago, or maybe 30, 30 years ago, or maybe 26 years ago. But if I would have just held that steadfast attitude, eventually she would have she would have left. There, there are things that I changed about myself for her. And there are things that she's changed. You know, she said, OK, you know what? Maybe I'm going to soften this stance that I have, you know, because I do want to be with him. And I think that's what the passport bros are doing. (laughs) They keep meeting this. No, this is the way I am. This is the way I'm going to be. And I'm not going to change one iota. Guys are going to the post office, paying the money, getting the passport and saying, I'm out of here. And to tell you the truth, can't blame them. If this is the attitude that they get me, they, they keep meeting now. Like I said, Look, if you look up, the United States has 300 million people. There's somebody that, you know, you can meet. You don't have to <laughs> go to Southeast Asia. You could probably go to Kansas or something like that. But I digress. But th- th- this episode is about and what's been on my mind is that this idea that, you know, a lot of modern women have is that I am me. I'm going to be me. And if you want to be with me, then you're just going to accept me as I am. And I'm never going to change. Men nor women should never take that, should ever take that stance. Now, I'm not saying, you know, just all of a sudden, if you're a person who, you know, likes cooking and say, well, you know, or, or who, who doesn't like to cook. And all of a sudden you have to become a gourmet chef. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, you you can make some compromises. You know, I mean, people compromise or ch- change their stances on things to be in a relationship with a person that they love all the time. You know, just little things, you know. And like I said, 
both of the both of the coaches that were talking, I said, hey, I see both your points. But I did see more of a point with the person who says, well, maybe, you know what, if this is the kind of guy that you want, you're probably going to have to soften up a little bit. I did. I, I agree. And, and I know I may get flack for that, but it's the truth. I, as a man, I could only look and I could only go by what I was thinking. I was like, nope. If I was single and I was 20 years younger, nah, wouldn't be me. So said if, if, and, and, and it did look like I said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that she probably is on roids and that roids probably contains testosterone. I'm just guessing. I'm not saying this is definitely what happened. If you get off that a little bit and then you, I believe the, the estrogen will take over again and then you will soften up a little bit because she didn't look bad. It's just that she looked a little too hard for me. And I think she looked a little too hard for other men. You know, these are heterosexual men. You know, so. But like I said, I saw points on both sides. I'm just saying that for my taste, it wouldn't have worked. But I don't think anybody should, should, should you know, take this stance that, you know, if I am me now, some people may take that. Some 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 people may say, well, you know what? Hey, OK, this is you. I'm going to accept you exactly as as exactly who you are. That's it. You know, people may love that about you, but don't get mad or don't get angry or don't give people pushback who say, nah, I'm out. You know, those people shouldn't be seen as I hear a lot of people say, oh, oh, he's just too weak because he can't take a strong woman. Now he's not too weak. He has a preference. And that preference is not you because, yeah, I mean, sometimes you're not being, sometimes you're not being strong. You're just being belligerent. You know, I, I, I come on. No one wants to come home and face that every single day. It's like, oh, my God, I got to go home and I got to fight about this. That's what I said about the Ebony K. Williams thing. And, you know, it's like if you got to come home every day and say, oh, well, that's that, that's who she is. I got to come home. I got to fight again. OK, that gets tiring. It's mentally exhausting. It's mentally draining. To know that you have to come home to this every single night. Every time you walk into the house, you just suck the air out of the room because he knows what's coming. And men, same thing. If every time you walk into the house, you suck the air out of the room and your wife just either she feels fear or she just feels anxiety or she even feels like, oh, my God, I got to argue with this man again over this nonsense. I don't think anybody should take that stance. Now, I'm a compromising guy. You know, if people know me and they know the uh, dynamic between me and my wife, some people may call me a simp. They may call me that. I don't think if, they, if everyone knows the total dynamic, no one will call me a simp. But if people just on the outside looking at me say, oh, man, he's a simp, man. Every time his wife tells him something, man, he just like, yeah, whatever. Because I like to keep the peace. 
I don't want to go arguing with her. You know, there are things that I have accepted about my wife that I just don't like, but I want to be with her. I don't want to be with anybody else. I want to be with her. And I know there's some things that she she's accepted about me that she's accepted because she wants to be with me. Now, there's also things that I said, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore because I know she doesn't like it. So I had changed myself and I've seen some changes in her that, you know, that she has done where I said, you know what? Please don't do that anymore. And, it, and it's never been done again. So she never said, well, that's who I am. No. She said, okay, you know what? If we're going to be in this, we're going to have to be in this. And this is the stance. I'm, if this is the stance I'm going to take. And if I want to be with him, I'm going to change that. And I've done the same thing. So all of you people out there, these young people, a lot of you are in your 20s and things like that. So, you know, you right now you're at the most social time in your life. You know, you have friends, you have acquaintances, you go to clubs, you go, you travel a lot and things like that. That's going to start to slow down in your 30s and 40s. And that's when people always say, oh, it's going to be harder. To, to find a mate. It's not that it's going to be harder to find people that's going to be attracted to you. It's going to use the pool is going to be smaller because you're not going to be doing these things as much. You're not going to be going to clubs all the time. You're not going to be going to these social. You may go to networking events, but there's going to be business events. But you're not going to 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 to, to on girl trips or, 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 or guy trips or whatever with, with 10 to 15 of your buddies. It's not going to happen. So. Just take heed to that. If you take this stance, love me or leave me just like that, you may get into a relationship. You may even get married. But if that's if that if you continue to take that stance, we'll see how long it lasts. Or even if it does last, maybe they're just there to be there. But they checked out. So I just wanted to put that out there. That's what's on my mind. And just wanted to give my opinion on that because when I saw it on this quote unquote reality show, I was like, eh, I see both sides, but you know, this thing where you know what, my way or the highway, sometimes it works, most times it doesn't. That's just on my mind. You guys let me know what you think.